0: Uh, A large lorry has just pulled up in front of the flat with uh, lots of planks of wood and men running around carrying them. has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that I've just started the podcast at this moment. Um, As everybody knows who reads detective novels or watches detective crime things on the television, there is no such thing as coincidence. Welcome to episode 48 of Mr. Burt Pods. Well, actually, it's a a bit disappointing because they seem to be driving off. now. And they are driving off. Well, that was quick. I don't know what's going on with them. I mean, on Friday, I went uh, out shopping. Oh, it's off. Oh, and I think they've got all of about two planks of wood off. I went out shopping and it takes me about an hour and a half. And the builders were there when I left. And I got back before 12 o'clock, about half past 11, and they'd gone lunchtime. And I was talking to the. uh, uh, Sorry, it's just somebody who doesn't seem to have to walk in a straight line. No, they're on the phone. Um, I was talking to the neighbour, and she was saying that they're hardly here and they hardly seem to be doing anything. So it's not just me. I think I've said that before, and I'm probably going to say it again. I just want to make it quite clear that I am not the only person. Uh, around here who is monitoring the builders work. Anyway, they all seem to have gone So, um, I don't know what's going on. I just think the building is going to take a very very long time um, It's a lovely practice sunny day today um, I Had a bit of a revelation with the birds uh, But actually it's not really a revelation. It's quite disappointing. Um, I went to Pound Land or Pound Saver or everything's Pound Pound Shop uh, I can't remember what it's called I do know it used to be our Woolworths uh, and then Woolworths closed down and also Crouch End nearby they had a Woolworths and obviously Woolworths closed down there and Crouch End got Waitrose and we got Poundland in the same building and there was a sort of actually quite a lot of anger and bitterness uh, in this household but not from me so anyway i went into panland and i got some mealworms as uh, advised by a neighbor other neighbor um and i put them they're actually dried worms tiny worms uh you do want to wash your hands when you've Handle them. So we've got a broken window at the moment, so that's all a bit traumatic because the handle keeps coming off every time you open it. So I've been battling that. I got three piles of, well, I put one pile of mealworms next to the uneaten pile of seeds. I put another pile of um, mealworms on top of the bird feeder, stuck to the window, uh, on top of the seeds in that untouched. And then another lot just on the brick by the fat block. Monitored it all day. Absolutely nothing untouched. Uh, Went to bed, closed the curtains. Still untouched. Next morning, whole lot had gone. Every single mealworm. Now I thought they must have blown off in the night because they're quite light, being dried worms. Um, I'm I'm just emphasising about that. Decorating my flat with dried worms. Um, Yeah. Anyway, repeat, same, next day, exactly the same, happens all gone. Did happen to mention that I mean, uh, ooh. you see, it's one of those days where some the sun is out and some people have got T-shirts on and some people have three fur coats on. It's very British that, that people never dress consistently or it's always... There's a bit of sunshine, so half the population goes out semi-naked, and the other half of the population, the half glass empty, think, no, it's still the 22nd of March. Uh, You need three fur coats at least, Uh, because the weather, we are not yet officially, well, we are officially spring, but we're not um, into definite hot weather. I've noticed that. Anyway, so yeah, so anyway, I was looking, obviously looking when I got up, which isn't uh, that early, and it was commented upon what time do the birds eat their breakfast, and I realised that obviously the birds eat their breakfast before I get up, and so I'm now feeding a load of invisible birds. The exception to the rule almost, was the fact that the mealworms on the bird feeder, which is supposed to attract the birds so you could see them through the window on the bird feeder, were all untouched. Uh, So someone came up with a bright idea, which I ignored, of um, only leaving the mealworms on that feeder and then see if they took those. Um, But then yesterday there were they weren't quite all eaten yesterday, all in all the three piles, so I left them. And this morning, uh, the whole lot have gone, including the ones on the bird feeder. So obviously, there are desperate birds out here. They're so desperate that they are going for the bird feeder mealworms. The only other... So I don't know what birds eating, absolutely no idea. So it's like... It's, I mean, you can't call it spring watch, can you? You don't even know what you're doing. And obviously, I haven't got cameras. Um I have seen. Uh, well, you can't miss it because it scares the living daylight out of me. A magpie lands on the window sill and looks at me with its beady eye, and then whacks its beak into the fat block a few times, and then flaps off again. Um, they're very pretty, but they're just a bit scary when they appear out of nowhere. And it's not one well, actually. No, it is quite a big. No, it is a big window sill ledge, which desperately needs repainting. The whole house needs repainting, inside and outside. I just. The thing is i am quite happy with my house but then you think you know if somebody else came in all they see is a shabby interior that's desperately needs um about 25 licks of paint um you see as i'm saying this i'm looking at the door uh which i've closed because the lights which used to be behind the door how many years did did we put up with that uh, eventually got an electrician to move the light switch onto the other side and have we ever painted over where the hole in the wall was replastered with the old light switch, no, just looks absolutely horrible. <clears throat> on the upside, I've been doing lots of cleaning, and then on the downside of that is the more cleaning you do, the more cleaning you realise you need to do, because um, you just find more and more things that need cleaning, and then you realise that that thing you cleaned and should now be clean, it's been such a long time since you cleaned it, that it's dirty and it needs cleaning again. I don't like cleaning. I like to have a clean house. We used to have a cleaner. But we didn't have a cleaner anymore. Um, mm. So anyway, so that's birdwatch. Over the road watch. They've actually got really boring and fed up of them. It's about time they did something to annoy me. Uh, oh yes, and the big news today is I'm actually a local legend. I went for my run uh, and I monitor it with Strava, which is some app that everybody uses. And apparently, in the last 90 days. I, three months, I have run the track I run more times than anybody else. And therefore, I am now a local legend. What it basically means is I'm the only person actually running around that. It's not a track, it's a path around a recreation ground. Uh, It's 550 metres all the way around once, so I go around nine and a half times, which makes up um, five kilometres. So basically, I'm the only person doing it, probably. Um it did break it down. You can actually that's not quite true. It does the app does break it down between all runners and women. Uh, i'm not quite sure why are they, are they presuming that I'm just a man and therefore I'm not interested in looking at any other men's times. Don't know. Anyway, there is one woman on there who um is slower than me. But of course it also means that uh a load of people are probably running around a lot quicker than me and they're not using Strava. So it's absolutely meaningless, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm a local legend so um that was my run yoga was quite actually quite good this morning um she did loom up uh typical to look at she what were we doing i hate well i hate every single position there is in yoga but i particularly hate downward dog which i just find really really difficult i think it's because i've got thin wrists and i just really struggle with it and she doesn't do downward dog very much so with a few times she does it It's quite brief, there's that man that I see. Now this is the man I go on about, who I see all the time. i saw him twice yesterday, and he's walking again past today. Now the thing is, I should see lots of people like that man who I recognise, because it's a little quiet street, um, going between a road and a road, but not particularly a shortcut. And he's about the only person I ever see regularly. Uh, It's very quiet today, actually. Oh, actually the builder's van. Oh no, there is a builder's van still there. I can't hear them. But that's not a bad thing. Um, gosh, they are very late, it's 20 past two, I mean, that's quite shocking actually, I don't think I've ever seen them like that long. No. Um, yeah, so yoga, she, um, oh yeah, she, so she doesn't do downward dog very often, and when she does do it, she only does it for about 10 seconds, which suits me down to the ground. So what does she do today? She does this extended downward dog session, which goes, which went between putting all the weight into your hands and curling around, then going back into your feet, putting the weight into your feet um, and doing something else. I mean, it was like I could have gone to the gym and lifted weights and got the same amount of pressure I was putting on my arm and my leg muscles for that. She did it about five times. I gave up after four because I had to have a drink of water, I was desperate, and of course, at that point, I could just see out the corner of my eye. She was looming up at the camera looking at everybody. And of course, I'm she can't see what I'm doing, so it just I could have been doing anything. Um, because all you can see is my legs just off camera, the side of the camera, she didn't say anything anyway. Um, she read a poem which fortunately wasn't about waterfalls because I was absolutely bursting for the toilet, and um, I think that was it actually. She did this thing where no she did two. Oh, that was the other thing she did she did the bind again which you may or may not remember for me mentioning last week she said you've got to do she does a, she she basically does a few things the same every week and then she does all these different things every week and then she said it's not a practice if you don't do the same things every week so which thing does she she do that she never does normally the bind i mean it's the one where you've got to basically get your neck around you left toe uh, and I, I can't even I, I mean I'm looking at her on the screen and then I look at my body and I think I don't even know how to do stage one of the position she's got in um, and you see that man's got a puffer jacket on the last one was wearing a t-shirt that man's got a puffer jacket on my theory about uh, the British and change of weather is right so she did that again and I just don't know I just physically, I still can't work. It's partly because it's on Zoom and I'm having to look at her in a, camp, in a room. I don't know what she's doing. And then she did this thing called Lord of the Pipers or something, or King of the Fishers, um, which she sort of said, gave some instructions to elegantly get back into a seating position. Well, if you gave me £5,000, I couldn't tell you how I was going to get from what position I was in into a seating position. Um, I mean, it was just, I don't know. Um, anyway, basically yoga is an hour of me getting annoyed. So I think all the mental benefits, uh, is supposed to have, probably doesn't have any on me, but I do like it. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, Darren really messed me around this week because we were supposed to be doing the podcast. Uh, I was supposed to be doing it last Friday, put me under huge pressure and stress last week. And then he postponed it, and then he postponed it again, um, and now we're doing it tomorrow, and that, that gives me about 24 hours to get it edited, to get it to him, because it's got to go out on Sunday. Now, he was away for the weekend, because he's doing his, um, supposedly up north, doing some project thing, and... Um, he was going to get, oh, that was it. We were going to do the podcast on Friday and he was going away so as to coming back on Friday. And I said, "Will you You'd be too tired to do it on Friday. No, 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 I'll be fine. So, of course, then, you know, I get a phone call saying, do you trust me? You know, what sort of a conversation starter is that? Do you trust me? Well, of course I trust him, but then he doesn't bloody well tell me what I'm supposed to be trusting him about. So he said, we can't, I can't do the podcast on uh, Today, whenever it was, you bang me. We have to do it on Tuesday because that was the first time we both had Tuesday evening. So I thought innocently and logically, and I'm standing by that, to both those words, that he must have got caught up in his so-called project and not been able to get back from Gateshead or wherever he was. Um, and he was obviously going to be up there for the weekend. I then sent him some light-hearted email on Saturday or Sunday, and I got an email straight back, instantly back, which made me suspicious. And then the next thing, I'm getting... um, Oh, then, then I get the do you trust me phone call. Do you trust me? Trust me over the podcast if we do it on Tuesday. I thought, well, that's fine, okay. And then the next thing is I'm getting a text from him or an email or something saying, you're going to get two parcels in the next few days, they're uh, labelled for the podcast Don't open them So basically he had come back from Well I'm putting two and two together Making five He had come back from Gateshead on Friday uh, It wasn't He postponed the bloody podcast because I, He wants me to open these parcels On the podcast so it, That's his art is me opening the Parcels so I don't know what what's in them Because I haven't opened them And um, he's obviously been back All weekend so the only reason he's he's postponed it is because he ordered these things and he had to make sure I got them in time. I'm quite wound up about that, actually, as you can probably tell. I've told him he's not to do a big mega art podcast thing because I just literally have not got time to do it. I literally do not have time to do it. Um, And then I've got some other garbled message today. I just, I wasn't even listening to it properly saying, He's taking a break and can we do... I don't know. He gave us some dates. on the flick of look at my diary for when we're next in podcast recording. I mean, it's just... I don't know. If he says the word art once more... It's just completely delusional. Anyway. Um, yeah, so anyway, because he messed me around over that, I managed to get some writing done and I managed to finish my play. Um well, I finished second draft of it. I'm looking, I'm going through it and sort of finalising. I probably need second draft being a sort of quite a big, not a rewrite, but a re-concept of it, of something I wrote about two years ago. So I've got that finished. So I'm sort of narrowing that down. And then there's, um, I'm a member of something called the London Playwrights. I think it's just a London Playwrights. I've been doing some courses with them and they're very good. Uh, so they've offered free Drama Turk, so you basically you can send a play into them and they will for free um, send you feedback on it. So their closing date that's 14th of April, and then I've got a competition I mentioned before at the end of April, and I got annoyed about that actually because yet again um, I was reading the details and it said you know we're really looking for, for um, things plays with a political and social um whatever and I just thought I don't want to write a play you know I do want to write a play it's a ridiculous thing to say I don't want to write a play with you know that's about an issue I don't want to write an issue play if there are issues in my play that's fine but I'm not sitting down writing about a play about an issue that's not what it's about for me I mean if it's about that for other people fine. But I'm sick of all this box ticking. Like, it's like they can't take on new writing if it's not about an issue. No, they're not saying that they have, it has to be, but that's what they're looking for. It doesn't have to be about an issue. Shakespeare wrote about issues, but he didn't write an issue play. Lots of famous people and famous plays are written about issues. But, I mean, Chekhov was writing about issues, but he was writing about other things. It was about the human condition, which ultimately, is why things last. I'm not saying I want to be, you know, n- a never-forgotten playwright, although obviously that would be lovely, but I just I just feel like it's colour by numbers somehow. Anyway, I'm still going to put it in. I'm getting a bit heated about that, but it does get on my nerves a lot, and it's everything. Every new writing thing you look for, they say the same thing. They're basically looking for some social, political thing. Uh, and if you want to write that sort of thing, that's fine, but I don't. End of. So um, there's people sort of drifting past the window. But no one interesting. Uh, the hippie family was meandering around on the doorstep when I walked past yesterday. Uh, one child who was sick was cycling around the block. There was uh, no clue as to where the other children were. And then actually, there's quite a few people walking past, but they're not very interesting. I've no idea who he is. He looks like an American. He looks like an American who lives in Florida. He's got sort of a A bright blue jacket on, sort of wind jacket thing, and a check flat cap, bit like a golfing thing. thing. Um, Anyway, uh, where was that? Oh, yeah, the hippie family. Uh, Then the next day, telling me that um, uh, they're just on this Mr. Burp's podcast when I was on holiday. So, just basically not bothering. I said, I shame you every week. And you're not even listening i mean i don't i don't, honestly don't know what more I can do to be honest um those two are walking really, really slowly, but uh, they are holding hands so um anyway, television, I've but done everything, I've done the builders, I've done the birds, I've done local legend, yeah, I think I've done anything um uh, Kim's Convenience, I'm going to bang on about that. If no one's if you aren't watching it, you need to be watching it. And um, uh, Crash Landing on You. Marvellous. It's actually my Gilmore Girls. Uh, it's my new Gilmore Girls, although it's nothing to do with Gilmore Girls. It's a South Korean epic. Um, they do these South Korean, I think, do these sort of epic soap opera-y things. This is sort of... I think what they're doing is they're playing with the idea of it being a, soap, a South Korean soap opera, but they've given it quite a serious um, structure. So it's basically this woman ends up in uh, North Korea from South Korea. She ends up in North Korea, and it's it is. I have to say it's brilliant. On paper, it looks terrible. The, the it's um, melodramatic and it's ridiculously romantic and uh, it's a bit corny and cliched, and the music is just hilarious all the way through it. But it's so absolutely, I'm waxing lyrical about it now, you can just hear it in my voice, it's so beautifully done. It's just, it overcomes all those things, so that actually, although it is all those things, it isn't all those things. And I think it's done in a very knowing way, and I think the writers know exactly what they're doing, and and the directors know exactly what they're doing with it. But it's just beautiful, and it's heartwarming, and the characters are just all lovely, except for the baddie, who's really, really bad. And um um it was very traumatic yesterday because the uh, the hero got shot. So um it was all it was all a bit um it was all a bit tense in this front room. But I love it, anyway, I really love it Crash Landing on You it, uh, They're epic, we have to watch uh, Episodes in halves Because they, they each episode is about an hour and twenty An hour and a half long I mean, it's, it is it is epic But um, if you just want escapism But brilliantly done escapism um, In fact, I would argue It's not even escapism It's just lovely, it makes you feel better about the world And the world, I think we all need that At the moment oh, Anyway that was a big sigh. Um, I'm drawing to a close. So I hope everybody is uh, well, except they family who aren't listening. And um, I will uh, be speaking to you next week. Same time, same place. Thank you for listening.